Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. The second pick will be made by... The Houston Rockets, and that means that the number one pick in the 2021 NBA Draft goes to the Detroit Pistons. Crowder waiting with it, lobs it underneath. Yes! It's good. DeAndre Ayton scores the basket over the rim and in. DeAndre Ayton put it over the rim and in. Batum to get the ball at the baseline. He has it. He's going to throw it length of the court. He does. It is grabbed, and the game is over. And the Suns beat the Clippers 104-103. There's no offensive goaltending on an inbounds play, PK. Just throw the ball over the rim and let Aiden bat it into the hoop with a few tenths of a second left. I didn't think it was goaltending either way, but that's just me. Yeah, it's now being called the Valley Oop. The Valley Oop. Because, of course, it is. The Valley, we know from their jerseys. <laughs> yeah, it's the Valley of the Sun. Now it's the Valley of the Oop. It was obvious to me that that's the play they were going to do. Uh, chuck it up because it wasn't time to do anything else. Uh, well, if it was there, you would take it. And Marcus, Demarcus Cousin, I'm not going to call a, a, a grown man boogie, so forget that. Demarcus Cousins took a bad. How angle. How about you take an angle yeah, and get? Totally agree. So they were took not a, throwing the length of the court there, or the Demarcus man. He denied that ball getting in the corner. Yeah, he was making <laughs> sure that they didn't throw the ball up the uh, sideline. What an idiot! You got to get between your man and the hoop, and you left the perfect little lane to throw that pass. Yeah, that they put you in there because you're six eleven, and you you're to the left of where you should yeah. have been. Scoot over, <laughs> protect the basket at all costs. <laughs> nope. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And then the NBA has got to get a hold. 33 minutes to play two minutes. That was so long. <laughs> so long. 90 <laughs> seconds. It wasn't even two minutes. It was like 90 seconds. There were five reviews. None of them were quick. A 10-year-old with a joystick could have done that in a fraction of the time. What took so long? Yeah, you're giving all these teams timeouts, basically. Yeah. Why do you need subs? Good grief. They've got to get a handle on that. That was way, way, way too long. It was ridiculously long. And they should have, I mean, the Clippers obviously blew it. Paul George didn't make the free throws. And He's reversing oh, the narrative, yeah. and then he's pouring gas on the narrative. Yeah. It was exciting. They're up 2-0, and Clippers have gone back. Well, isn't this isn't this the Nuggets last year? And they were three one down, three one to the Jazz. They rallied and won. They were down three one down to the Clippers. They rallied and won. They got down three one to the Lakers. And it was like, nope, Lakers finished them off. And now Clippers have been out o two and beat Dallas o two and beat Utah and o two it. Suns are going to finish them off. They're not going to do it again. Well, ah, you're you're not buying it. You know yeah, I, I don't know that. I can't. I can't say. That. I mean, obviously, the team that's up 2-0 is a heavy favorite, so uh, I would go along those lines. And, and Chris Paul. I mean, hopefully, he can come back. I've had more symptoms than he has this week, and and he needs to be out on that floor. So yeah, certainly, I would favor the Suns. But you know, who knows? Well, without him, Cameron Payne, who's just 
classic journeyman. I mean, he's a lottery pick, but he's a classic journeyman, fourth team, and he's like 26, and I think he played in China. He played in the G League and bounced around, but that was an awesome game out of him. Yeah, wasn't he like 13, 14? When is, when is a lottery pick? He's lottery like, he was the last. He was 14. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was like literally the last lottery pick. <laughs> So not exactly. I'd you rather know, go 15 than 14. Not exactly hitting on Shaq. You so know, I don't or, have or the LeBron. of lottery pick. <laughs> It'd just be 15. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Well, then if I suck, well, I wasn't a lottery pick. But yeah, obviously he did play well. There's no question about that. I totally agree. 29 points, 9 assists, couple steals, couple blocks, zero turnovers, shot 50% from the floor. And he looks super quick. He just looked like he had a faster speed than the people who were guarding him. Well, they got Patrick Beverly. I mean, he's supposed to be, I mean, the. I mean, they also have Rondo, and then they also have Reggie Jackson. So they got a lot of different guys who can match up with him. But Beverly's a guy, when you're having problems, you're supposed to put Beverly on somebody. He's a guy who's going to D people up. That's what he's in the league for. Not there for shooting. people up. <laughs> if necessary. <laughs> So the Suns get the win, 104-103, and now it shifts back to L.A. for Game 3. Uh, you also there heard the uh, draft lottery. And I think, uh, I don't think we have any particular care one way or another about Detroit. But hey, hey the fact- my, mo- my oh, mother-in-law in the great beyond. <laughs> there you go. Spent for- born there, spent many, many Your years there. Your wife has family in Michigan. Got the ties. Yeah. But for the top five picks, we'll go to the East. We've lamented in the West how all the stars keep ending up in the West, and the West stays loaded in the East. Oh, we don't know if there's going to be stars. Well, they got it's just throwing numbers up against it. Well, no, but in the past, like Luka Doncic ends up in the West. And we have lamented that before. But it, the East, you got four of the top five picks. We Try not to know, screw this up. But they, they, they might not them. screw it up, but the guys might not be stars. There might just not be any stars. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You don't know. Although I absolutely am in love with Suggs from Gonzaga. Now, that's uh, residency bias, I guess you could say. <laughs> right. But I love the kid's game. I mean, I I just I would take him, but that's bias. I've seen Cunningham play because I have the wooden vote, so I try to make sure uh, that uh, I watch the top guys because they send you a preseason, then they send you a midseason. They keep so winnowing they, it down they for call, you. Yeah, they do yeah. it. So I once we get to the midseason, and that's the list – then they send you another list that's reduced even more. But so I point being is I w- I've watched Cunningham play a number of times and he does look smooth. And well, all. and the other guy we've seen who is supposed to go very quickly is Mobley. And I obviously seen seen yeah. him in yeah, the, USC. The, so we've seen he, a lot. He of He looks yeah. like he can be a player. He needs to gain some weight and all that. But I love Suggs. I think he's got a ready-made game, ready-made body, uh, and I would take him in my Detroit Pistons. And then there's guys we really don't know anything about. I mean, I know the name Jalen Green playing that in that G League Ignite G-League, thing, yeah. but I don't know how he's developed in the past year. I or mean, what. I've seen yeah. him play, but not to the. That's the thing about the G League is you're aware of these guys, especially right. now with this other team. But you don't. They're not as exposed in my mind as much as the college guys. Yeah. But yeah, we're I'm a hardcore Pistons man. After my mother-in-law died, we went back there, and her brother lives there. And my wife was there, and we had a, uh, so her uncle, my mother-in-law's brother, took us around the places where my mother-in-law grew up, and I never knew, like, they grew, they went to my grandmother's house, or my, my wife's grandmother, and she's choking up, and she's, oh, every year, 
for like 10 years. I spent weeks there in the summers. You never even told me. <laughs> I did not know you had this personal connection to the Detroit area. It was bizarre. You think you know somebody, and then they tell you this. Yeah, we were here. We did this. We did that. We yeah, so she has an extensive knowledge of the Detroit area. Well, then I, I, I didn't I think know. Everyone listening is very happy for your wife and her extended family <laughs> that the Pistons have the number one pick in the lottery. No, but her mother moved to Arizona. And she was born in Arizona. So if you want to have her be happy, it was on the Valley Loop. Valley Oop! She's way I a do thousand like times catchy. more than a, son, a Suns fan than anything in Detroit. Not worried about and it. And her brother, actually, who was in, is a two years younger, uh, born in Phoenix, he was in the auto industry and has lived in Detroit for mm-hmm. like 35 years. That's kind of funny. Well, the Pistons have the top pick, and the Rockets are two, and then it's uh, Cavs and Raptors and Magic, a bunch of Eastern teams. So, you guys, Suggs will probably end up in the East. And Mobley will probably end up in these. Maybe we'll have a draft day trade. Maybe somebody in the West will trade into one of those top Projections spots. Projections I saw had Mobley going to Houston. And Houston, number two, I saw. I'm looking at a mock draft right now. And Orlando. Yeah. Oh, really? That's the one I saw. Okay. And, uh, so Mobley going second. Yeah, and number Suggs is, I'm looking Orlando. at one where Suggs is four, and he saw one where Suggs was five. Maybe. Uh, Cade oh, Cunningham. Five. five, that's a joke. Yeah, I've been talking Cade, about Cade talking Cunningham, about. top pick, Oklahoma State guy. Yeah. Cunningham was a guy I've been talking about. But no, I I would uh, I would if I'm Houston I trade uh, for Gobert in the Jazz draft him. Look at you, yeah. Atlanta, Milwaukee, Eastern Conference Finals Game One. Prepare for some grainy old photos of the Milwaukee Hawks. Atlanta going to their ancestral home. Who do you like in the East? Bucks or Hawks? Oh, I'm going to root for the Hawks. I mean, I don't care. Well, why are you going to root for the Hawks if you don't care? Because they're the underdog. Oh, there you go. 6.30 tonight on TNT. Lakers guard Alex Caruso arrested, released Tuesday for possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia, according to Texas A&M police, both in misdemeanor charges. Tried to board a flight in College Station, Texas, which is actually the airport is on A&M property. TSA searched his bags, found a herb grinder that contained marijuana prompting his arrest. Well, DeAndre Aiden's the only one who got higher yesterday in the NBA. Boom, Valley Oop. <laughs> and Vanessa Bryant, widow of Kobe Bryant, has agreed to settle the lawsuit with the pilot and the owners of the helicopter that crashed last year, killing her husband. Terms of the settlement, confidential, not disclosed. They're whittling down the Olympic team. Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, thanks, but no thanks. They declined to play. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Kevin Love have all committed to play in Tokyo. Gonna have enough juice to go get the gold, PK? A few guys opted out. Donovan Mitchell opted out. Well, there's a lot of things have changed over the time. Nobody plays 82. Uh, nobody declines in uh, an Olympic invitation. I mean, Isaiah Thomas, the last dance was a big portion of it. Now you got... This guy, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. So it's certainly changed in the 30 years. But I believe that as long as I'm alive. The U.S. will win the gold. And I had a major health scare yesterday, but as long as, <laughs> as, long as I'm alive, the U.S. will win the gold, yes. You made your health scare yesterday. What was that? Oh, I thought I had like multiple viruses. I'm texting Scotty G like at midnight. I'm asking for his medical opinion because... 
Uh, I got to admit, I, I mean, I know you. You, Fauci was your gospel, but uh, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to that stuff. Uh, so I'm asking him, what do you think? So for some bizarre reason, I got sick yesterday. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib's jersey has been the top-selling one on Fanatics since he announced earlier in the week that he was gay in a social media post. His jersey's gone right to the top, right past Tom Brady. guess everybody has their Brady jerseys. Past Tom, uh, not Tom, Tim Tebow. Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown's probation was terminated one year early. Criminal matter stemming from altercation with a moving truck driver was finalized yesterday per his lawyer. Not a sedentary truck driver? Pled no contest to felony burglary charge, battery, and criminal mischief. And I have to believe that those are false charges because that guy has been on the straight and narrow his whole life. Brown was charged with uh, assaulting the driver who delivered items to his home. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Here's Juan DeFranco, switcher to batting righty. Had the first pitch to him. Swing and a high drive. Deep to left field. On its way. His first big league hit is a game-tying three-run homer. It's 5-5. Five to five. Joe Girardi is asking the home plate umpire, Tim Timmons and Alfonso Marquez, to take a look at something. Joe must have seen something with one of the baseballs. Scherzer's looking over to the dugout saying, really? But they must have seen something. So Dave Martinez is coming out. Davey's upset. He is upset. Look at Joe. I love it. I love it. So we got highlights on the field and drama off the field. Let's start with the drama, PK. Max Scherzer checked by umpires. Not once, not twice. Three times. He's got to have something. What's yeah, he got? Those were the Philly announcers. I don't think Joe Girardi saw anything. What he saw is sure he saw him going to his down. <laughs> he saw. Um, well, he said in his post game quotes that he saw him go into his hair again and step off the mound, take off the cap, run your fingers through the hair. He's practically bald. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen him without a cap? Hence. There's something hidden he up there. He didn't see anything. What he saw was Scherzer mowing them down. And this is new, take a look at them, so take advantage of it while you can. See That's if you what he break saw. break the momentum. And then Scherzer, the next time, was about ready to get naked out there. Nationals beat the Phillies 3-2. to two. Yeah. Wanda Franco making his Major League Baseball debut. Another... Uh, Highly anticipated young player coming through the Rays system. And, man, did he cash in or what? Started at third base, had a double, had a homer, drove in three ribbies. Although the Rays lost and the Red Sox won 9-5 to five in 11 innings. Yeah, he hit that home run. His father was going berserk. They had a camera right on him. That was kind of cool. 20 years old out of Dominican. Got two brothers, and they're also named Wander. I don't understand that. In a house full of pats. I know, but at least we had, you had a, Yeah, you had different genders, different generations. Different gen, yes. Rays have now lost seven in a row. They had the lead in the division, but the Red Sox have got it now by a game and a half. They do. Padres beat the Dodgers 3-2. to two. Got a couple of home runs. Hold on for the win, so they've uh, won the first two games in that series. Padres four and a half games behind the Giants. Dodgers are three back of the Giants now. Well, Dodgers have continued been battered by injury all season. They got to find a way to get healthy. I think Bellinger's supposed to come back today. 
And that should help. Uh, the Padres, uh, you know, I don't know that they have a team capable of winning the division, but you get in the postseason, and at least with two pitchers right off the top, Darvish and Snell, you've got a chance. Because pitching, obviously, really, really matters. Giants beat the Angels 5 to nothing. So, the Giants in control of that division right it's now. It's conceivable that the wild cards both can come from the same division. Right now, they would. There's nobody else in the National League to take it away. The East is really struggling, so the question is, what will happen to the Central? The Brewers and Cubs are tied for the division lead there. Cubs beat the Indians 7-1. Chris Bryant homered. Kyle Hedrick's got his 10th win. Cubs right alongside the Brewers there. The Brewers beat the Diamondbacks. Arizona shut out. They got their win. They snapped their 17-game losing streak. Well, you take the pressure off. You don't want to go crazy. Exactly. Just raises expectations. I mean, at this point, you're, you're shooting for the number one pick. DJ and PK. Oh, the bees. Miss the bees. Hashtag RSL. Miss the bees. They wrapped up the series in Sacramento with a 12-5 win. They're off today. RSL in Seattle to take on the unbeaten Sounders tonight. They were off to a great start. Six wins, three ties, haven't been beaten in their first nine. They're crushing it. Garth Lagerway used to be the GM here up there running things. He's hired Craig, Craig Weibel up there, too. So Two oh, yeah. former RSL GMs A lot of up guys there. up there. Yep. David Locke used to be up there. Now he's back. Yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, maybe Lagerway will Lagerway return? You don't know. Who the hell's going to own that team? That's another thing I don't know. Game tonight at 8 o'clock. Pre-game at 7.30. See if RSL, who's only been beaten once themselves, can get some get a point or maybe even three out of Seattle. Somebody's got to beat Seattle at some point. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock, Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Aaron Falk, new sports editor to the Salt Lake Tribune, returning to the Trib. We'll talk with him at 8 o'clock. Tim Lacombe. Jazz Radio Studio Analyst will join us at 8.30. Question of the day is coming up next. The Jazz season is over. You sticking with the NBA playoffs? Major League Baseball? Waiting for the British Open and Wimbledon? RSL? What's your deal? We'll get to that next. Stay with us. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON on your home of the the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes to Toast brought to you by Jerry Snyder Cadillac. Cadillac owners may have changed, but luxury has not. Come see the bold new lineup of Cadillac. Jerry Snyder Cadillac today. Question of the morning. With the Jazz season over, do you stick with the NBA playoffs? Do you switch to Major League Baseball? Are you watching RSL? Or what? Pickleball. <laughs> Tavavi says, I'm not watching bleep. Except he didn't write bleep. You ever play pickleball? I think I did once when I was a kid. I don't think it existed when you were a kid. 
Well, there was some mini <laughs> tennis court, and there was a paddle, and it wasn't as long as a was racket. Ping pong? No. <laughs> I, my aunt was into it. I think it was some early version of pickleball. I played it last week. I played it for the first time about a month ago, and I actually quite enjoyed it. Sure. It's a rage, man. It is the, I played it up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. You got these courts, and these people show up every morning, and then you play these games. It's a fun sport. It's way, way better than tennis. Because? More action. Uh, You don't have to be as good. You don't have to be as in good a shape. Now, you can be. I mean, obviously. Smaller court, you don't have as much ground to cover? If I played it, then obviously you can be successful when you're in great shape. Uh, So, yeah, it's, it's a great little fun game, man. My my wife's friend is addicted. Plays three hours every every morning, up there in Jacksonville. Plays three hours. Every so day. That's a lot of pickleball. Yeah. So like five days a week. That's the weekday. That's the job in retirement up at Jacksonville. Yeah, she doesn't work, but uh, right. So there's nothing to retire from. Uh, you know, you, you always to me when I go out and seek friendships, it's like, what can you do for me? You know, what, what kind of amenities can you provide? And if you can provide a bunch, then I'm going to be your friend. <laughs> and my wife's friend, now she's known this person for many, many years. And uh, she married into a fairly affluent family who has timeshares up there. As you know, I've been going up there the entire length of our show. It's a true story. Uh, that was my first introduction to Salt Lake City, actually. Flying into Salt Lake to go up to yes. Jackson. And then on the way back, I had had a friend that I knew very, very well in California, who moved up here. So on the way back, uh, we set it up to spend a few days here, which is an absolutely true story. So we spent a few days here instead of just, you know, having a connection. And then that, that was the point where I picked up the old Salt Lake Tribune for, the, for you kids. There used to be this newspaper that would be out. What? You could hold it. And so I read it, and I went back and fired off a resume. And that started everything, Yes, huh? and then a at least a year, if not two years, I'm working at the Daily Breeze, and I'm with a coworker, and we were working night shifts, and so uh, we went out to golf. My wife's a teacher, so she's in, working in the day, obviously. She's working at the Prep, 108th Street in Danker, South Central. And uh, I come back from... Uh, golf and there's a message on my machine they used to have these answering machines what and there, was there a telephone on the wall or did it sit <laughs> Tell on the, us of it, all of these it was on the counter it was not on the wall <laughs> and there's was a message from another co-worker we would sh- we would trade off sometimes you work day shifts sometimes you work night shifts so you knew everybody on the staff and uh so i click on the thing and it said pk they called me pk back then i've been called that since about 14 and uh I said, this is Brian. Yeah, the guy called uh, uh, an editor from the newspaper in Salt Lake City, and he wants to get in touch with you. So, and and the number he had had changed because we'd moved, but he had this number. So I figured I better tell you, and I took down his information, and it was uh, Tom McCarthy. The McCarthys used to own the paper. Great, I loved it when they owned it. Uh, and and Tom was in the newsroom every day. Big Ute fan. That that's the McCarthy Center where the Gonzaga Bulldogs play basketball. And then the practice fields here at Utah football, the McCarthy practice fields. And Tom, great guy. 
And uh, so he called me. And I figured, well, I got my buddy who had just moved up a year or two later. And it was in the summer. In fact, it was like uh, this week, 20 friggin' eight years ago. <laughs> and I was 11 years old. And uh, so he called me. I figured, well, I'll just come up and uh, get in a couple of rounds of golf with my buddy who lived up here. And then, sure enough, they uh, offered me the job. Little did you know. Yeah. All stemming from playing pickleball in Jackson. That's crazy. Cole says, I'm doing everything on your list. I'm watching the NBA playoffs. I'm watching baseball. And I'm watching Real Salt Lake. That's Cole, probably Cole's, me. Cole's all in. Yeah. To me, I got to watch the NBA playoffs. I mean, I'm a playoff junkie. It really doesn't matter the sport. Because the intensity and everything picks up. doesn't matter the gender. doesn't matter the level, for that matter, either. I mean, you can just feel something that is unfeelable, is that uh, the the intensity in postseason, I mean, you can go in a rec league and becomes the playoffs and people play harder. It means more. And so, yeah, and I know a lot of folks, they're just disgusted. I was talking to a friend uh, yesterday, and, you know, he's from here, and he was saying, man, the door was wide open. <laughs> there were no roadblocks. And I could feel his pain, to quote our buddy Bill Clinton. And, yeah, because it was right there. This was a phenomenal change. This was like, now, in retrospect, this was like the Jazz losing the two seasons Jordan wasn't there. That's exactly what it was going to go to. Yeah. When they lost to Houston in the first round, it's game five, and they're up. And Yeah. It was there for the taking. Now, that was the first round, you say? Is that what it was? They lost him once in the first yeah. round. Well, when they lost him in the first round, Houston was a champion. The, on their way to the first title, they worked the Jazz pretty good in the conference final. They were just a better team. But the next year, the Jazz had had a better regular season and just looked better and were up. <laughs> and it's 2-2. It's game five. They got a 10-point lead with five minutes to go at home. I don't remember any of those details. And they lose the game. Absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. I, I remember because it was it was... It was a horrible loss. People felt terrible. And they feel terrible now. We'll never know, obviously, but I could argue strongly that if they had a healthy team that they could have won the title. Now, maybe they wouldn't have. We'll never know. And I know people say, well, Kawhi Leonard was out, and you're all justified uh, and saying you can't say this or that because the other team had a player who is usually the best player out on the floor in 95% of the times that he walks out and he's gone and you have a home game here and you couldn't get it done. Sure, yeah. If that's what you want to say, I can't argue. Uh, Just like those folks who say, man, if we would have had all our guys, we would have won the series and we would have won the title. Uh, Possibly. Everything was right there. You may never, Donovan Mitchell may never have an easier path. That doesn't mean he can't do it. Will he conquer a harder path? Yes. I mean, he very well could do that, too. I mean, he's got to have some horses around him, as everybody does. This is a common, uh, I think, a common complaint. We, fill in the name blank of whatever team, Jazz, Lakers, Nets, we could have done it. The path was there if we just stayed healthy. Clippers. Maybe the Nuggets? Man, if Jamal Murray hadn't torn his ACL, it was all set up. We could have done it. They're probably saying that in Denver right now. If they want to, sure. 
And whoever loses these conference finals might say the same thing. Uh, we'll have to see. Yeah. That was a golden chance. Possibly. But but in, um, th- this team had three All-Stars. None of those other teams did. I mean, Denver only had one. Yeah. Jazz had three. Phoenix had two. Clippers had two. Mary says, go Suns. She's all in. A lot of people here with Arizona ties. Fair number of them will still be still be hooked on the playoffs. Yeah, I wonder if they're Arizona ties or, and some of them are certainly, a lot of LDS folks live down there who have a connection. Uh, but at the same time, I wonder if it's, well, I don't like the Clippers. They beat the Jazz and the Suns are a nice story. Uh, smaller market, I guess. No one has really engineered that I'm going to Phoenix in the way Leonard did and with Paul George. and Nobody on this team. I don't think Chris Paul, after a franchise that hadn't made the playoffs in 10 years, and you either trade me to Phoenix or I walk. <laughs> That's probably not how it worked. Right. And the rest of them, I mean, they, they were all drafted. Bridges drafted. I think it might have been a trade, draft day trade. Aiden. Aiden and Crowder was traded. Uh, and then Booker obviously was drafted. The Jazz took Lyles, and then the Suns took Booker on the next pick. And the word was they were going to take whoever the Jazz didn't take, and the Jazz took the wrong guy. Don't. And the Suns took the right guy. And it worked out. And that good for them because they had had so many crappy picks that followed. Uh, high draft. I mean, so many four got four top ten picks, and none of them have done squat. And then they get Booker, which I think was like 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there. And he ends up being the best of the lot. So I think there's a lot of feeling of far. The Suns don't really threaten what the Jazz want. So if we can't have it, let them have it. Got more people uh, weighing in here. DeJuro, long-time listener, says, I'm watching the Olympics in Tokyo. Okay, that's uh, for another month. I'm not an Olympic guy. You'll watch basketball. You can't help yourself. Well, what are they going to do with the time difference and everything and all that? I mean, if it's going to be tape delayed, probably not. And I'm certainly not going to get up at 2 in the morning to watch it. Which might is, be on during our show, though. What, okay. See how it works out. Yeah, I said. And I don't know. I don't know what the time, time is. Yeah. That's why I think for the sake of the world, all Olympics should be in the U.S. <laughs> for the sake of the world? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Despite what these people say, this is the greatest country in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People want to come here. And so they should have it the best times for us. Screw everybody else. Prime time here would be morning games in, uh, in Asia. Yeah, but see, they're used to doing that. <laughs> right? I mean, That's when, when, they, in, when Ichiro's up at bat, <clears throat> people are watching. It doesn't matter yeah. what time of the day. We don't do that. 
When I got sent to uh, Nagano before the 98 Olympics, because uh, the next Olympics was going to be... Was here. that the winter one, too? Yeah, it was Winter Olympics oh, in 98. Man. I could even care. There's nothing I care less in the sporting world than the Winter, the winter Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Why didn't you say no? And so, uh, well, I didn't go to the Olympics. I went in October to do a series in November on the preparations for the Games. And so we went into interview someone no? in some building. <laughs> went in, in some building. <laughs> and it's 9 o'clock in the morning. And the World Series is on, and the Indians are playing. Yeah, that's what they do. We don't do that. Our Hawaiian residents are used to that, but the rest of us. True story. No. Been in Hawaii. Been in Hawaii for NBA Finals at two o'clock in the afternoon. That's yeah, weird. That's the, what they do. The game ends, and the sports day is over at like four thirty. <laughs> it's it. Everything's a final. We're all done. Yeah. Go enjoy your evening on the beach. <laughs> yeah. So they do that, but uh, yeah. That's the, yeah, I can it. barely tolerate the Summer Olympics. Not tolerate's the wrong word. I'm just not that interested in it. Well, David's with you. He says, my TV will stay off until college football and the NFL kick off. I don't see how you can't be interested in the NBA Finals. Because we're hardcore and a lot of people aren't as hardcore as us. But we watch all championships. It's the most fun. It's where you get your best payoff. The intensity. That, that thing last night, the valley, the valley oop, and then 33-plus minutes to play two <laughs> minutes of basketball and these stupid reviews and, and all this stuff. And then the celebration. I mean, Sarich, who's a big man, picks up Aiton, who's even bigger. <laughs> I mean, they just if, if that's in January, I don't think they'd do that. Right, the agony and intensity and all that. If Paul George misses two free throws in February, I already missed two free throws. You got a game tomorrow, so what's the point of Warren? But here he missed. So he's been having this great postseason. This for him, he's been having a breakout, putting to rest the demons, and then he goes to the line and clanks two. And the demons are back. Yeah. Could have put them up three. Yeah. Ever an 85% uh, free throw shooter. At least make one and you got OT. You don't know that necessarily, but the probability of OT is probably pretty good at at that point. And so then an extra five minutes, who knows? But he misses two. And the Suns fans, when Booker went out with the nose thing, they brought it up because they can remember when Nash got hit in the frame bridge of the nose and they had to take him out, and they couldn't stop the bleeding, and the game's going on, and he can't stop the bleeding, so he can't go back in. And the first thing, uh, I, re- I recall that, that they would be talking, I guarantee you people will be talking about that today because they thought about that because I saw it on Twitter. Here we go again. And I think it was in 07. The blood was gushing out of Nash's top of his nose area, and how long was Booker going to be out? Now he was out for a little bit and then came back. And, and I always like it when they got the stuff stuck up, stuffed up He's natural. Somehow you look way meaner. <laughs> Mouth breather. <laughs> I got no other option. Didn't Stockton, after he missed all those games in the second year of the finals, he came back in the first game. And if I remember correctly, it was Indiana. I'd have to double check that. And him doing these picks down low. Dale Davis had had enough. And just smacked him to the floor and Stockton had gauze stuck up the nostrils. John Stockton, my favorite point guard of all time. <laughs> I love John Stockton. 
gritty, tough, independent. Bleeding on people. Country music fan. Brought him out on stage when Garth Brooks was here. And I went to the show. Place went nuts. There's not an NBA player I admire more than John Stockton. Brian says, I watch very little sports in the summer. Too many other things to do. I'll try to go see the bees in person once or twice. Agreed. That's it. Dialed out. Utah summer nights, they're awesome. Last summer was the first time since I've lived here I did not go to the stadium to watch a ball game. There were no ball games at the stadium to see. Right. Other than that, sure. It's just gorgeous over there. Hang out at the stadium. I don't even can tell you one thing that goes out out on the field. Doesn't matter. Just to be there. Sights and sounds. Oh, I I can remember one. Uh, They're playing Albuquerque, and I'm with my friend, and uh, Albuquerque top of the first. They score like seven, eight runs, something like that. And Rick Dempsey, catcher, was the manager. Mm -hmm. First batter for the Bees in the bottom of the first. They probably weren't even the Bees then. He walks the guy, and here comes Dempsey. And I say to my buddy, watch this. (laughs) And Dempsey's head, I can't hear what he's saying, but his head is bobbing up and down. <laughs> it's like, son, we just gave you an eight-run lead. You bleep and lob the ball over the plate <laughs> and throw strikes, man. You're, you, and I knew he was going to do that. Yeah, and I remember that all these years later. I took batting practice off of Dino Ebel, who's now the third base coach of the Dodgers. Used to manage the uh, They had a media day there, and you just went out there and crushed it? No. Kathy Aiken had better line drives than I did. <laughs> she was an athlete. And uh, she was smacking them into left field. I'm thinking, oh, I'll just make contact. I was, so, I was nervous. Adam says, I'm going to watch the Oakland A's until the Niners start up, and then the Jazz will be playing again before you know it. Yeah, that's the thing about everything. And we're back. So my sister was here last week, and she's from Phoenix area. And the heat is always, it's just a dominant topic there. And uh, she was saying, well, yeah, you know, I don't really get that caught up in it because before you know it, it'll be cooler and the weather will be good again. I said, yeah, but then before you know that, it'll be summer again. <laughs> <laughs> you troublemaker. <laughs> so Saturday, we're up in Wyoming. and uh, Wow, it's going to be 99 with showers in Arizona. It's not even getting to 100 today. Yeah, They're catching a break. Some storms coming through. And they said, uh, so my friends, couple, two of her kids were flying up from the Phoenix area. And so we met them for lunch. They had a morning flight. And first thing, man, is that whew, the weather here is so nice. We just dropped 30 degrees. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were outside. It was warm up there. It was unseasonably warm last week. And we were uh, under a tree at a park right next to the pickleball courts where he had played pickleball that morning. So uh, the weather is something that is uh, dominant, but the weather here obviously is great. And I get it, be outside. But still, if I'm not watching every second and maybe I don't watch every second, I certainly pay attention and I monitor what's going on in, in, in these playoffs. I mean, last night's game was exciting. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, but it's not like the Jazz. It's not like you're going to break down the first quarter of the game. No, it's not must-watch, I guarantee. You don't have the emotional investment. I don't have the emotional investment either way. I, I want and I view sports as entertainment, and last night's game was entertaining. I, it, the thirty plus minutes to play two minutes sucked. 
They've got to stop that. They've got to find a way. And I don't know what the solutions are. I'm not a solution guy. I just criticize. And But all I know is that it just took way too long for such a short span of clock time. Steve says, Lord Stanley's Cup all the way. And Corbin says, go Knights, go. All about Las Vegas hockey. uh, They're down 3-2 to the Canadiens. I find hockey harder to watch on television. It's awesome in person. It's a hard TV sport. It's hard to watch on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And interestingly, uh, I don't know if they've tried to do things if if something can be done. You know, they they highlighted the puck in blue and, and whatnot. So, but yeah... I haven't been to a hockey game in a long time. I, I when I worked down there, you did a bunch of everything if you were the position I had. So I mean, they sent me to the Kings playoff. There's a guy, uh, uh, what's his name, Jeff Courtnall or something like that, for the other team. I had the other team's locker, and a uh, guy scored three goals. And there's a group of people all around him. Well, I did not know. It turns out that he wasn't the guy who scored the three goals. And as I'm writing down quotes and stuff, then finally somebody said his name. And Oh, man, it's a good thing I figured that one out. I would have screwed that up big time. <laughs> it's tough to walk into a locker room for the first time and not know what anybody the looks like. The visiting locker room. Right, no yeah, less. right. You yes. not know who anybody is. Right. One more for you, and then we'll go to break. You ready for this one? Yes. I could give you 100 guesses on what this guy's doing to fill time with the Jazz out. And it's not, it's not RSL. There's a few people here watching the European Championships. There's no Olympics in this one. Baseball or anything like that. Scott, Scott Gilbert, I'm prepping for the bow hunt. I'm checking cams and enjoying cooler mountain air. I am far away from it all. What is he hunting with the bow? Uh, bow hunt, I'm going to guess deer, but I don't know. He doesn't say. I've never hunted a thing in my life. I've never held a gun. I've never shot a gun. A BB gun. Mm. Not, not even a BB gun. I can't recall that. But not a real gun. I've never had that ever. Be a number of listeners would be happy to take you out shooting, I'm sure. Yeah, and I know people are into that. You go up and play Mountain Dell, you can hear the shooting range and all that. But I've never, ever done that. I, I was a city guy all the way. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Coming up, Aaron Falk, Salt Lake Tribune sports editor. New gig for Aaron. He wrote for the paper for a while, went to work for the Jazz for a while, now he's back at the Trib, and we will get to that. Coming up in 15 minutes right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. I believe Donovan Mitchell, I believe Quinn Snyder, from Rudy Gobert all the way down to Trent Forrest. I believe those guys believed that they were better than the two teams that are currently playing in the Western Conference Finals, and that is what's nauseating. I think this is going to be a year that's going to stick in the craw of Jazz fans for a long time. And when we talk about opportunities and things like that, this is going to be a big what-if kind of year. What if the Jazz were healthy? Huge what-if. What if Donovan doesn't injure the ankle? What if uh, Mike doesn't injure the hamstring? The Jazz are looking at it like, if we're healthy, we didn't lose to a better team. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
DJ and PK brought you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-2080. That's Davis Vision. All right, PK, we got the uh, question of the day up. What are you going to do to fill time? And there's just a lot of people here saying, uh, enjoy summer nights camping, travel, and wait for college football because college football is the next major event on the sports calendar. Ours. So, yes, obviously in Phoenix, they'd like the NBA Finals to be the next major event on their calendar. They're two games away. And there's certainly stuff that interests people between now and then, but the next time that massive parts of this community will rally together, or apart, if you know what I mean, will be college football. September 11th. Circle it. BYU-Utah. There it is. The 20th anniversary of September 11th. Where's the time gone? 20 years. Where they go? 20 years. I don't know. Like a rock. Sing it. That's Seeger. He's from Detroit. He is. Actually (laughs) went to the same high school as my mother-in-law, ironically enough. Uh, she's she's older, and she's now deceased. Uh, and I was listening to, he was doing an interview, and his saxophone player is a guy named Alto Reed. And uh, he died of colon cancer in December. And I always thought, wow, that's so ironic. He played the alto sax, and his name was Alto Reed. Come to find out that his real name is like Thomas Cartwell. <laughs> changed his name. And all this time, I thought, wow, that is so ironic. I did not know he changed his name. He's the guy who does the intro to turn the page. A big sax starts it. You're the guy who likes to uh, click on people's names and get the backstory. I'm surprised it escaped you for that it long. It did. That's why you're so good at celebrities' ages. You... Seeger's one of my favorites. Ranks right there. Ah, here I am. On the road again. Love that song. I always change it. Yeah, this this is Alto. He died of colon cancer at 72 in December. This is him. He's a Detroit guy. Through the big sports fan too. He was. East of Salt Lake. Huh? <laughs> what? Oh man, listen to Seeger. Is there a better, deeper, richer singer than Bob Singer? No. Ah, here I am on the air again. There I am. You're wrecking a good song. You know that, right? Causing a rage. Riding 16 hours and there's nothing much to do. And you don't feel much like riding. You just wish the trip was oh, through. Oh, yeah, this is good stuff, man, isn't it? I don't usually wish the trip was through. I like the long road trip. Here I am. On air again. Oh, come on. There I am. <laughs> Killing me. Causing a rage. Here I go. Playing star again. And like this, I like when it goes at the end here. Page. <laughs> it's not just page, it's page.
Okay. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Phil Steele uh, prediction for the Pac-12, which is basically what thousands of Pac-12 fans would just write down on the back of the napkin if they just tried to spit something out? Whereas he gets to talk to every coach for an hour, pretty much, it seems like, because he's tweeting out about it all the time. Is he? I don't yeah, follow he, Phil Steele. And he came out, and he came out he with just Bruce. Just bombards me with too many numbers. And he came out with basically what anyone would have just done off the top of their head. Uh, sure, if you're following the conference, though. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't follow the conference and aren't really sure. Right, but speaking to our listeners who generally are following the conference, so we're what talking, are you talking about it. SC1, Utah 2, is that what you're talking about? Guess who was three. Uh, he'd have the Devils, yep. and then he'd have UC Los Angeles yep. 4, Colorado 5, Arizona 6. Bingo, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just did what Yak and I did yesterday. I'll bet you could do the North, too. Uh, the North is a little bit different because... Uh, there's some questions there. There's more questions. now. The, the, it's not as hard as you yeah. might. <laughs> I don't know that it'll be all six the way I just named it either. I, Agreed. I, I can't say well, that. Well, and, and, and Yach and I were talking about that. I said they, these picks, like sometimes one and two should go on the same line because teams are going to end up tying at five and four and four and five. They always do. And, and sometimes there should be like triple space down to the next team. Arizona shouldn't, shouldn't be anywhere near Arizona State. Get them like quadruple, way down the page. Way down I think, the page. I think, uh, on the north, I, I would be right now inclined to go with Washington. And so did Phil Steele. Uh, and so now I know who you're going with second, because you're not dropping Oregon lower than that. And I go with the Ducks second, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at Stanford having a bounce back. And Phil Steele went with Stanford third. Look at oh, you go. <laughs> Look at you go. Well, I mean, but this is stuff that I follow, though. Right? I know, sure. but... And then? And then I'd go Cal... Finally a change. He went Wazoo and then Cal. He went Washington State. I wouldn't. I would go Cal and then Washington State and then Oregon State. Right. So the only thing, 12 teams, the only thing you did was flip Cal and Wazoo. That's it. Everything else you nailed off the top of your head. Because I'm not sure what's going to happen at quarterback at Washington State with the freshman who looked good, but then he got the DUI. They kicked him off the team or suspended him or what? what's his status. But they got the Tennessee kid. That the Cougars beat the uh, year before last. He's over there now as a, as a grad transfer. Maybe he's just a regular transfer. I think he's a grad transfer. Uh, so I'm not sure what's going to happen there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, my goodness, I'm super excited once that gets around. I mean, that that's that's my ultimate wheelhouse. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We'll talk Utah Jazz. We will talk Utes and Cougars and Aggies with Aaron Falk, sports editor. A new editor for a new era, PK. Where's it going? What's the trip going to look like? Who are they going to invest in? And we'll get to all of that coming up. Stay with us. He's going to join us next. Tim McComb, Jazz Radio Studio Analyst, to put a wrap on the season at 8.30. Stay with us.